Welcome back guys to episode 15 of the Scrubbed In podcast. I hope you guys really enjoyed last week and because we've had such an amazing response, we thought this week we'll do something different. And instead of talking about a TV series, we're going to be talking about a film. And I know recently the Joker has come out and we thought it was a good idea to talk about the Joker as a film. One, because it was, you know, an amazing cinematography, is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But more so because Ams has recently done um, his four-month placement as a junior doctor in mental health and psychiatric illnesses and diseases and a lot of people have been asking us about some tips and advice so we thought we'll talk about the joke of the film our thoughts on it because me and Ams have very different viewpoints and mentioned six um, things you can do or six topics of discussion that will help you improve your mental health mm-hmm. and we'll try fit it in line with the joke as a film uh, like last time mm-hmm. before we begin what did you think of the film to Joker? I thought it was amazing. I thought it was amazing. And um, in terms of character build up, mm. it just, there was so much depth to mm. understanding the Joker, mm-hmm. right? All the other Batman movies, you look at the Joker and you think, why is he like this? Why is he like this? Or, would you say, do you prefer the Batman movies or do you think the Joker is better? But the, but the Joker's, for me, the Joker's not even a movie. Okay. It's not a movie. It's, it's like a, it's like it's like a documentary almost. Okay. It's a doc. Yeah, it's a documentary for me. That's the first time. <laughs> okay, it's a very entertaining documentary. What did you think? So for me, um, we can talk about the mental health aspect mm-hmm. of it because mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone knows the underlying theme of it was mental mm-hmm. health. For me, I kind of grew up and saw the Joker as this mm-hmm. like crazy villain. He's gruesome, he does barbarous acts of crime and he's setting <laughs> hospitals on fire and he's killing people left, right and centre. And that's what I thought when I went to the cinema. Yeah, yeah. And I watched yeah. it quite early on when it came out. And throughout the whole film, there was only one or two scenes. Mm. There was a scene where he basically kills the clown that gave him the gun in the flat. Oh, yeah, And he yeah, lets yeah. The, the younger guy or the shorter guy go. Mm. And I thought the film... <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, so I thought the film was basically like, okay, oh, the Joker is... This is the reason as to why the Joker mm-hmm. is the Joker and why he has you know behaves in this way and then the second half will be like him on rampage but that's what i expect and that's why mm-hmm. when i go to watch a film or a movie i would like yo i want to see action like intense thriller <laughs> but it was more about mental health and awareness so in that regards i wasn't a big fan mm-hmm. of the film mm-hmm. but i appreciate what they did yeah. in terms of marketing and whatever is really good and I, mm-hmm. you know at the end of it then you're like oh do you know what my thing what i said because i went and watched my flatmates was now I understand why the Joker is the Joker. Is the Joker. Do you see you connected that, with yeah, him? Yeah, that was the line. Because I remember I was like, bro, let's see, he's going to do some crazy stuff. And then at the end I was like, bro, now I get why the Joker is and the Joker. And you almost sympathise with him, right? Yeah. You, you connect with him and you yeah. understand why he was that barbaric ca- character he mm. is in the other movies. Mm. You connect with that. Mm. Um, I wanted to know, yeah, mm. like, um, I, also, I don't know why I keep asking people, do you think his that lady so that mum was that like his real mum or do you think them like bruce wayne's dad made it up i think he made it up i think that lady was his real mum no i, I completely think that's his mum and bruce wayne he uh, did that thing is the dad and i think oh yeah, you believe that yeah because in, in my humble opinion money talks in this world and yeah, i think that's money, what I, that's what i thought i yeah. thought it's true and he you know who put that letter away it says yeah. that his mum adopted him and that's exactly yeah and that my mates were like, yeah, look, like that's his, that's why he's messed up. I said, bro, basically, the guy was so rich, he can make these things yeah, happen. Yeah, we so know that, money talks. So it goes to show, like, that one piece of paper, once he found out that mm. his mom 
wasn't his real mom then it kind of triggered it all in it yeah. but then it goes show this relationship thingy um i think we could talk about relationships how yeah. important a healthy relationship is in, in 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 kind of good mental health like what would you kind of say that's that's a very important factor when it comes to having good mental health. first of all mental health what is it it's mm. essentially your, your emotional well-being mm. it's mm. your sort of how you think what we say your cognitive well-being right so that's what we're re- relating to and um, mental health itself let's just clarify it's it's itself mm. is not a disease mm. right it's not an illness mm. it's it's the same way as me and you go to the gym to make sure mm. our body is intact our physical health is intact mm. so mental health is like that now you touched on the topic of relationship I bet you right now, mm. if you were in turmoil, if mm. you were stressed out, mm. right, you could go to people and tell people. Mm. And you probably have lots of different people for lots of different things. Mm. No, I agree. And that's quality one. If you right now have one million friends, mm. right, you probably don't, I could put my money on it, you probably don't have one million people mm. that you would probably open yourself up to, but probably a handful, maybe 10 out of a million. Yeah, no, I appreciate right? that, yeah. And those 10, they are the ones that are important to your mental health, mm. right? So relationship building, it's important to have good relationships whereby you can A, be yourself. Mm. You can you can genuinely just be yourself. You're mm. not putting mm. on a show, mm. right? You can be yourself. You can confide mm. in someone else. You can share your stressors. You can share all of the, the emotional turmoil that you're going through, those mm. things. And you can look for support that's coming back from them. Mm. That's a quality relationship. And you'll find that those factors are very important for you to being resilient, strong, um, for you to have, in being in a good mentally, a good emotional state, mm. right? If I, for example, have a, a, a circumstance where I'm in a large amount of stress, mm. I know straight away the people I would go to, first mm. of all, mm. and it's a way, it helps me cope with that, it helps me mm. So not offload this, yes, off your chest, mm-hmm. like they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, going back to the Joker, mm. right? He had no one at mm. any stage. That's true. Did you think? He had, yeah, even that, that lady. Girl, there. No, but that yeah. lady. The mental health lady, didn't it? Mm, Who are you talking about? No, no, no. The, the one that. Uh, well, did you think it was in his head or not? Because some people debated that against him. The next what? door lady that he went out with into the carnival had. Well, I thought in the beginning, I thought it was real. It wasn't real. That was it all in his head, right? But it shows that he wanted that relationship Mm. where he was smiling, he was happy. He wanted that normal. But he didn't have that. He was actually alone. Mm. In fact, with you, um, when I saw that scene, I thought, well, how is this happening? And only later on I clock. This is all in his head. Mm. This is all in his head. I thought it happened. I was like, wow, like someone gets him, someone understands Mm -hmm. him. and yes. you felt happy for him. Yeah, yeah I felt happy mm, for him. Mm. It, I would, the one thing I would say, the Joker was an emotional roller coaster of a film. And I was saying they created a whole new genre. Because mm. it wasn't thriller, it wasn't really action-packed. It was this whole new genre of awareness. And they've mm. done it in a very smart way, which is why I rate them. Because mm, mm, um, mm. I went in thinking one thing and anticipating one thing and I left in a whole different way. But I agree with the relationship thing. And I think it's important for us, especially as medics and doctors and kind of like you know us kind of mm. going through it together even from you know from like the first mm. MS school like the depth of relationships should be good yeah. you should have people that you can offload to and there mm. are people that you know I've been on the phone to who have been kind of crying or you know you get the calls early in the morning or you just need the people that you can offload to be true and if mm. you're having any concerns you can basically talk it out with them essentially exactly 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 um, interestingly in the Joker right 
uh, I think we need to mention this important point is um, so maybe this this is something that the Joker completely got wrong and people mm. shouldn't um, interpret it mm. in this way and that's if someone's got a mental health that they're a sort of murderer they're mm. a serial killer they're very dangerous individuals mm. what you'll find is that research has shown and you'll find lots of case studies and all of that which has shown that they're actually more likely to be harmed and mm. injured um, as a result of someone else around them so mm. they're at risk from someone else they aren't yeah. they're less of a risk to someone else and they're risk them to themselves yeah they're probably more um, vulnerable exactly um, so we can't take the joker's depiction of because um, I think people assume going to like go mental health so obviously mental health people think like um like schizophrenic mm. psychopath someone that talks to himself someone that goes out on a rampage mm. and a lot of time people are like oh he's just making it up or like just get over it whatever mm-hmm. so I think there's that depiction in society as mental health is just this thing in our head and it's just you know people moaning essentially that's what mm-hmm. it is if we're being crude yeah. and straightforward and like um, I feel that like in the joke of the bit that got me and I'm someone that like I feel everyone should have support it's that he was kind of outcast from every tier of society. Mm. Like, the people from his own community shunned him out. When he went and met his so-called father, shunned him out. You know, I think there was a bit, even the street beggars, like, even if someone was begging for a thing on the street, mm. you'd give a pound or two, but mm-hmm. if someone's crying in mental health, no one would care for them. So this exactly. concept of every part of society outcast him outcast and he was there him. by himself, and that bit got me, I'm not gonna lie. And he was abused yeah. by every, like you said, every single person of almost every single level so children mm. they they rushed they loved, him yeah they rushed him and then the people he worked with mm. uh, ridiculed him mm. one of them gave him a gun yeah they did all sorts of things to him his employer even at one point his mom said it you're not his, even funny why do you want to be a comedian his do you remember? mom he was on tv mocked mm. by um wayne what? yeah bruce wayne the yeah. the comedian the, and the guy uh, that did the, the show. show and then um the guys on the tube, Wall Street mm. bankers, yeah. they abused him. Look at that. He was a man that was abused at every single level. He had no belonging, um, and that's that. That was that had me heartbroken, man. Yeah. To watch that man, like him being abused like that. And one thing that we should take a lesson from mm. watching that is how many of us mm. are doing that, albeit maybe not in a physical way. Yeah. How many of us are actually doing that? We're just doing subconsciously that, doing it. Right? I think to a certain degree. There was a bit where he was playing with a child. Mm. Yeah, I remember. And remember, he, he was mocked and then that mum told him to shut up. But that wasn't the only bit. If you looked on the bus, everyone looked at him mm. with a face like, like what why? What's yeah. he doing? What's he doing? Um, how many of us do that mm. and are actually abusing someone? Um, and it brings me to the point, right, that something we need to do is we all need to look after look after each other. Mm. How many times are you ever asked, mm. "How's your day? Are you mm. okay?" And you mm. just walk by saying, "Okay," mm. right? We should be asking, "How is it?" No, is it really okay? Yeah. How I, have you been? Yeah, I remember like um, mm. you were saying it. I remember like someone put a post up on Instagram. It wasn't a post. I think it was the mm. stories. Mm-mm-mm. I can't remember. I think yeah, I know the the brother well, and he must have been going through something now at the time, mm. and he must have been putting these things on Instagram or like having a rant, and I just like messaged him mm. and like yo you're right bro and he was like yeah i'm cool bro whatever but then i think looking back maybe i should have called him mm, 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 do you know mm. what i mean like there are always these little telltale signs of um 
someone going through hardship. Someone going through hardship. It might be an Insta meet, like a Instagram post. It might mm. be this. Um, there's like Telltale signs, but it's very difficult. So I remember like I'm just gonna go diverge. Krebs and Conan's new track, Revenge is Sweet. Right? There's a little track <laughs> about Nash, who committed mm. suicide, mm. who was the their partner and a big person in making the Krebs and Conan's restaurant successful. And in the track, he goes, "You waited till the restaurant was." fully open and then you killed your you killed yourself and he said why didn't you give us a sign you could even tell us like we had no idea so i think this concept of mental health is the is an illness or a disease that can be hidden so well that mm-hmm. no one will even know about it and if you check who so who stands for the world health organization and they say the most debilitating illness is depression and ocd together so in terms mm-hmm. of the one that debilitates you your well-being your mental health everything the worst disease to have essentially is depression and condition, OCD. Condition. The condition, condition is depression and OCD. Mm. Um, and I think it's important. And like I urge people, if you're going through a rough time, there are people you can talk to, there are helplines, there are, and I mm. urge you like desperately to go and seek help. Um, and I think we should make an yeah. effort as well just to Re- check reach, out, people reach, reach out. out. And we and everyone else, Look out for everyone. Like you said, for that post where you you actually mm. did step one though, which mm-hmm. was to message and say, "Are you okay?" Sometimes that is enough. But how many mm. people liked and scrolled? Yeah, I think you just stop there. Like, right? We're human, anyway. We're guilty, so we say, mm. bit, like, you're right, bro." Quit. He's like, "Yeah, man, cool." Exactly. Yeah. And that's it. You've done your bit. Yeah. Fine. And I feel if I press and I push, like, "Nah, tell me, tell me, tell me." Remember that time mm. one of our friends, like you mm. know, mm. he was upset about something, but then he brushed it aside. Exactly. But because we know him and he's a good friend of us, we pushed him, pushed him, pushed him, and then he told us, yeah. and then we're like, "Bro, you should told us easy fix." And he got it off his chest. Do you know what I mean? He, he got happy. off his chest, and that goes to show how important these relationships are, how important it is to have a very deep um, mm. and valued relationship. And I've seen people that have no one. Like I know people personally that imagine this waking up. And not having a single WhatsApp message, not being a part of a single group. Can you imagine? Like mm-hmm. you can't even fathom. Like us, wake up. There's thousands and hundreds of messages. And you're like, oh, I allow it. There are people that literally wake up every day, and they have no one to message them. You go in the mm-hmm. WhatsApp chat, and it's empty. Literally empty. No group chat. No fun. No memes. Mm-hmm. And that breaks my heart. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we, you know, we act all of this and stuff. But imagine that. Exactly. Um, and it's exactly. people that are immediately my family. I know personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, man, inclusion. We need to look out for each other, man. It's it's really important mm. that people look out for each other and make active effort, mm. make and build quality relationships. That's mm. important. Mm. It's important, and we have to remember for some of these things that we're saying. You don't have to be, you don't have to have a condition mm. to do. You don't have to have the challenge to then mm. go for the solution. For example, you wouldn't necessarily have to have all fractured bones and everything mm. to go to the gym to get your physique back and get your strength back you mm. don't need to have the challenge set mm. so we should all be doing it mm. we should all be actively doing it building good relationships and so forth so I think that's that's a very 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 important mm. and important. saying that that reminded me about go to gym and fracture bones their importance um, you know it's so like we said we'll talk about mm. different ways you can look after your mental health and well-being like you know just as an individual with a busy job, mm. you should always look after yourself in the exercise, the gymming bit. Like, mm. um, I'm not too sure about the studies, or you might know mm-hmm. more than me, mm-hmm. but um, in terms of exercise, I think it's a very good thing to do to look after yourself, your mental mm. well being, your mental state. And I remember, like, when we were working out, um, I'm looking, whatever now, 
But <laughs> the best way to get the highest relief of endorphins, mm. do you know which exercise does that? So you know when you go gym, you release endorphins, yeah. and that's what makes you feel light. Which exercise? Feel, yeah. You told me this. It's the treadmill. No. No. It's skipping. Skipping. Jump rope. Yeah. Skipping. So stuff like running is good, yeah. but skipping is the best exercise to release the highest level of endorphins to make you feel good, to get that hit, to get that buzz, to feel like mm. a weight has been lifted off your chest. It's skipping. Um, and I learned that from Freshly Grounded. So from Faisal, I'm going to at you. I learned that from <laughs> you. Um, but exercise in general, and it reminds me of, because I love to read, so I read this book. I was going to definitely recommend Shoe Dog mm. by Phil Knight, the founder of Nike. And he said every time he was stressed, he was really anxious when he was making a big decision, he used to run six miles. Because um, Phil Knight was an athlete who kind of went on to develop the Nike shoes. Um, and for him, exercise was important in him kind of like clearing his head, mental well-being. Every time he had a big decision, he used to run six miles and sweat. And that endorphin release is mm. good. So I encourage a lot of people, start with gym. Like mm. it's a very good way to look after yourself, man. So gym plus loads of... So, um, with with studies mm. that have looked into this, right, mm-hmm. some of them have suggested that just one hour of exercise mm. um, is associated with lower rates of depression, anxiety, exactly. yeah. and all of those things. So it does support everything you've just said. Mm. Um, but it, it isn't actually just exclusively gym. Mm. It can be hiking. It can okay. be going for a walk, going mm. for a brisk walk, going through the park. All of those things that actually get you exercise, to essentially. exercise. Mm. Any form, any form is actually um, associated with that. Mm. There's evidence out that suggests that. So, and you know what? I personally do that as as my time off. It's like, I'm not thinking about anything else. Mm. I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about research, auditing. I'm not thinking about this podcast and editing. It's just you, yourself, in the gym, in that piece of action, mm. right? And that's all that matters in that. And I think that focus, that determination, that commitment to that, sort of activity it definitely helps I get really itchy and mm, really mm. really um, stubborn and mm. angry mm. and snappy when I, I find that I'm not going to the gym regularly and to be fair even mm. when we're living together like gym was an important part for you because um, I was never that keen I kind of only joined gym because you were going and then I kind of enjoyed it and I liked it um, and more probably for aesthetic reasons and then you feel like because uh, I remember we used to work out in this the open outdoor parks and I used to run and it was the running to the park which was like a, a good 10-15 minute run that cleared my mind that not the loved. workout itself mm, mm, the workout does help but the running kind mm. of released the endorphins but it goes to show what you said is quite important and I read this I remember um, in an article about focusing on one task mm, um, mm. and medics will suffer a lot from this is when you so it's this whole concept of multitasking. I remember I used to tell everyone, you're not doing multitasking. Multitasking is a myth. Like people <laughs> yeah, used to cuss me for it. Myth. I think they will still cuss me, but I read an article where it basically said, one of the reasons as to why you feel really anxious, really worked up is when mm. you're juggling lots of different things. And I think it's common news anyway. Lots of these big CEOs, billionaires, millionaires, they mm. will say, if you're doing a task, do it well um, and focus on that one thing. Because really, truly, you can't really multitask because you will... You can't do two things at the same time because it means 50... I know we don't use 100% of our brain power, but it means 50% of each task. Mm. So for me, what I've found helped is basically focusing on one set of tasks at a time 
and then moving on rather than doing 10, 15 things. However, in medicine, you feel that you have to do it. So, you know, for me, if I have to do a blood test, I'll do all the blood tests in one go. If I have to book mm. scans, I'll book all the scans in one go. And so it means when I'm taking bloods of someone, I'm not thinking, oh, I have to book this scan for that person. I've booked one. Do you know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm, if that mm-hmm. kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So multitasking. Mm. So the number is mm. only 2% of people. Can, the brain power. officially oh, can, of the population can officially multitask yeah so it, and everyone will say no i can multitask it's, it's can females multitask. in general yeah. women love to say yeah we multitask you i don't think it's multitasking you, you do most things for that i know <laughs> i think females perhaps may be better than men i don't know they need to do a proper research because we're evidence-based yeah but i think the concept i think it's very easy to think doing multiple things at the same time doesn't necessarily mean you're multitasking and at the same time multitasking doesn't mean you're doing the thing efficiently mm-hmm. i want to do a start maybe i'll do it one day where we can a nine to five do things in a multitasking fashion or mm. do one where we do one task at a time and naturally it makes sense man if you're thinking about lots mm. of different things and you're focusing on one you're going to get worked up and anxious and this is more for the medtech startup people mm. um they always say, you know, when you have a business or any sort of society organization, do the most hardest and most complicated task in the beginning of the morning and then work your way up or flip it, do the most quickest and easiest ones first and then do it. So, and they never recommend doing, writing an email and making a phone call. They don't say writing an email and listening to X, Y, Z, like mm-hmm. focus on one task at a time. So for, for this particular point, right, um, in how it ties to mental health, mm. right, there's there's i've read as well about this about single tasking mm. right and you also touched on it how mm. when you do just one thing right you're in the zone of doing one thing you'll find that you complete it at better efficiency better rates and you actually all of the anxiety and everything around that is reduced mm. the, i think the um the statement goes as when you're when you're when what you say what you do and what you're thinking is all in the same sphere mm. right then you're most at peace mm. right for example, this is what is probably negative and bad for your mental health. You're sitting there mm. eating dinner, mm. right? And instead of just really enjoying, just taking in your food, enjoying mm. your food, mm. enjoying maybe you're in uh, in an environment where you're with family or with friends. In- instead of just taking all of that in, you're thinking about tomorrow's work placement. Yeah, that is negative. What you should do for for good mental health is really and truly just take that in when you're eating with friends, family, taking the environment, taking the food, yeah. think about it. When you, when you, or everything you're doing should be in that sphere alone. Don't let your mind and everything else track away to, you've got a deadline, you've got mm. this, you've got that. I used to do that. So in med school, mm. when I had my time away, mm. when I went to the gym, for example, mm. that's something I do again. I think mental health, in terms of my mental health, the gym is very important. Mm. So when I went to the gym, I used to go during exam time. Mm. But even when I was at the gym, didn't think about the exam then i was just there Working for on. my purpose that I was there for mm. um so that's a very i think that's quite thing. a good point though mm. like even the food thing i know it's always very easy especially as a medic or a lawyer or a banker or even general work in retail mm. wherever you get this lunch break and you're rushing and you're on your phone and whatever so i think mm. moving forward myself i'm gonna try consciously enjoy food mm. um so like don't rush to eat essentially so embrace it and it will make a big difference it's basically I think it's part of this um, mindfulness, just taking a step back and enjoying the moment. Yeah, just, exactly. I think when you're so preoccupied with lots of things and tasks and whatever, it 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 worries you and it gives you undue stress and anxiety. Like I'm in Obzengani right now, 
And one of the biggest things as to why a lot of, so we have lots of females attend mm. because they have irregular periods, right? Mm. And you may remember from med school, one of the biggest reasons as to why they get irregular periods is stress. Stress levels, yeah. Stress life, you know, like, and the first thing is like, do you have any undue stress? Are you stressed at work? Are you stressed at home? You know, what's happening? And a lot of them will say, you know, I'm going through, you know, it might be domestic violence. I'm going through a rough patch with my husband. I'm going through difficulty at work. And I've noticed all of a sudden, my, my menstrual cycle is regular and now all of a sudden it's irregular I'm set, and I say listen you're fine stress itself it has the ability to kind of interfere with your hormones mm. and you know kind of mess up the cycles so that is important kind of well-being mindfulness and taking a step back and mm. enjoying what you're doing but then it goes to show about life and contentment and like you know what we're doing mm. and is it all about money like the previous is it all about money power respect is it all about them finance is it all about having the best car the best mm. this and that way so you, when you're so preoccupied with it you can't really enjoy it mm. in that moment in time so true so for you right so this comes mm. uh, onto a separate point now what do you do right that um, is your way of mm. so one thing for good mental health mm. one thing that's suggested is just escaping everything what's the one thing you do where Everything else is mm. just out of your mind and it's just you escaping into your zone and it's just you, you're happy there in your zone. What do you do? For me, there's one thing and two things. So the people that mm. know me well will know it. So the first thing I do when I'm not stressed or like I need a mind block like to think is mm. I draw, I doodle. Mm-mm-mm. So I draw like these weird designs, abstract things. So I just draw mm. And it'll be on all my revision notes. It'll be all over my desk. Even at work, it's there. Like, across my wall, it's just this drawing. So that's the first across thing I draw. Wall. Yeah, there's a wall. I just draw on the wall. I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> so I draw. For me, it's yeah. drawing. Like, mm-hmm. I doodle. Um, I doodle, I scoodle. Um, but very I'm, artistic. In an artistic it. way. It's, it's do you know what I mean? And it's artistic. And, mm. In a weird way, it's the same pattern over and over again. But it's mm. a small pattern that grows into something like that. And that... For me, personally, that clears my head. And that's your escape. That's my escape. Mm. And secondly, it's reading. I knew you were going to say yeah, reading. I, I was reading. waiting for that, yeah. but then you came up with number one. I was a bit no, like, no. So <laughs> those are the two things. So that's that. <laughs> but my reading is like my mm. vice. I enjoy reading a lot. Um, even from a young age, man, reading allows me to like, this like, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but it lets me escape. So yeah, the mm-hmm. question was escape. Escape. So reading for yeah. you. Yeah. What are you? Yeah. And, and that's important, mm. right? So um, one another tip that mm. we're passing on mm. about how to uh, boost your mental health and keep it in a good, healthy state is escape is good. Escape mm. is important. Mm. Um, and for escape, crucially, right, mm. it can be anything. It mm. can be doodling, as you said. Mm. It's a complete mind block. Similarly, it can be watching TV. Mm. It can be Netflix, binge-watching mm. binge shows, mm. things like that. It's all an escape for you. Mm. But you actually also hit on another very important uh, point for mental health in general as well, yeah. which is that reading mm. is actually a form of escape, mm. a form of entertainment, but it's a form of education, yeah, that's right? True. You read a lot mm. of lot of um, self-help books, mm-hmm. right? For example, you just departed like some knowledge on Nike. Yeah. What's his name? Shoe Dog. So Shoe Dog, Phil Knight, the fan of Nike. Yeah, exactly, his about story. his how exercise relates to that. And then you can practice that. Mm, you might, yeah. you equip yourself with these tools, mm. right? So when you're stressed out, maybe you go to yourself, you know what, the CEO of Nike did it, so maybe I'm going it. to go for a run to see if it helps me. Mm. See, what you do is, so you can escape, but your escape, you've got two things. So mm. one, it's just 
a mind block escape. Yeah, you don't really mm. equip yourself with anything, but you've got a second escape, mm. and that is an educational form of escape where you're escaping into your own land. Mm. But what you find is that you're picking up lots of resources and tools. Mm. I guarantee you, and I've seen you do it as mm. well. I've mm. seen you do everything like that. So what you read, mm. you actually use when it's relevant in the environment and in the mm. circumstances you're in. So for example, for your startup businesses, mm. whenever, for example, in the startups that mm. we're working on and working mm. with, when we're under certain stressors, I've seen you do this. I read mm. in this book mm. that he did it like this. Mm. Maybe we should try it. Mm. Yeah. And you practice what you're learning. Mm. So that's tools that mm. you're picking up that help your mental health in the sense of managing stressors and mm. activity. Yeah. Um, so I agree. I think mm. that's a that's a good one. I didn't think of it like that. Because there's a lot of things we can do consciously, but for yeah. me, it just helps. But I guess you're right. Like I feel that there have been moments where like something will happen I'm like, Oh, guys, I read this in a book, or he did this, or I read exactly. this, or this. So, yeah, I guess you're right. So, yeah, and um, there's loads of books out there. And if you want, we can give a list of recommendations. Or we can just do a, a review of all mm. the different books that I've read and I've personally benefited from. Mm, mm, mm. Um, so, that's me. What about you? So, I know you've mentioned going to the gym and exercise, and we've shown the evidence does yeah. show it reduces. Mm. So, what? So of my escape, mm. my escape in the sense of your drawing, that's a mm. complete mind block, is mm. I do watch shows mm. sometimes I watch TV mm. um, and then the gym mm. there are areas where it's just mind blocking yourself it's an escape right yeah. but I also have now started to pick up sort of an educational escape mm. and that's podcasts mm. and audio books mm. right um, it's my way of equipping myself and learning about different things I find that there's so much knowledge out there mm. I prefer to listen and watch mm. someone speak mm. or I'll watch uh, someone give a talk about a particular topic um, and I find that what I take in it's applicable to me so f- for example mindfulness about mm. what I'm doing I find that in my practice of whatever I'm doing I'm in the zone and my what I'm saying what mm. I'm doing what I'm thinking is all in a single Aligned. alignment yeah. I was gonna you know you just reminded me like um so one of the reasons as to why this podcast and everything happened is mm. because you were interested in videography, which you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned about the, the, the audio and podcasting and, you know, you do your talks. Mm. But you did mention the videography, which I thought you had mentioned, because you like videography, you like mm-hmm. editing, even the trailer. So the trailer was made by Ams, to be <laughs> fair, not, not me. Um, all his edits, he does the editing, to mm-hmm. be fair. Um, and it just brings on to that point of, and I don't think it is to do with the videography, but it, it kind of may resonate. Like I remember in the beginning, one of the reasons which like annoyed me or annoys me a lot is this concept of perfectionism. It's, and that is the biggest thing that makes people worry. It's the biggest reason as to why a lot of people fail to do their projects or the fail to do their startup mm. or med tech. And we had it personally as well with our own ventures mm. is this concept of perfectionism and medics have it the worst. And medical students and doctors because they're so used to performing really well so used to getting top of the class and they're so perfection in perfectionist in their revision that when it comes to releasing a project or an idea or starting a business because they wait for so long for the product to be perfect for the mm. video to be perfect mm-hmm. for the trailer to be perfect it holds them back and it causes undue stress so that's the reason as to why although the trend is changing a lot of medics don't do that great in terms of their startups because they have this innate perfectionism and it means you wait for the perfect thing. Um, so I know I use you to kind of like explain something. Perfectionism. And like, it, was, it happened with <laughs> no, the trailer no. and it was annoying me. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, let's just get it out there. And you, mm-hmm. you know, obviously. No, you're, you're right. I think, and that's something that I've gradually learned and developed. And 
in fact perfectionism has held back a lot of projects that I've wanted to do that I'm finally doing now mm. so I agree with you completely and in fact again going back to studies and research mm. right you can't debate research well you mm. can debate it but research is research and mm. the, the evidence is there and the evidence suggests that perfectionism mm. the traits of perfectionism is associated with higher rates of depression mm. anxiety and suicidal thoughts okay so I don't know that about it, it supports your argument of when you're at a level of something you don't need to wait for something to be perfect to do it this goes back to the concept of even finding your escape going to the gym and things like that mm. you don't need to be this strong athlete to go mm. to the gym you don't mm. need to wait for that perfection or some people think that if you go to the gym you should be able to lift an x amount yeah. no you can go to the gym for exercising for imp- improving and supporting your mental health mm. you see so perfectionism is not just applicable to studies to projects mm. but even things like finding your escape uh, being a perfectionism in completing all tasks and then making sure your escape mm. is right at the end of the day when you should be sleeping mm. right you're trying to be a perfectionist in your schedule no mm. sometimes you can't well, be perfect it makes sense so if you're mm. forever chasing this 100% perfect, would you ever be happy? Would you truly be content if you're just like, let me wait, let me wait, mm-hmm. let me wait. It delays things. You never get really started. So that in itself, think about it, is worse than doing 10 different things at the same time. It's exactly. like mm-hmm. the quest for, it's not saying like, you know, you produce bad pieces of work or, mm-hmm. you know, the trailer you made, you, you do a, a bog standard or half standard. Mm-hmm. But if you are waiting for the perfect trailer, I don't think you can ever get the perfect trailer. There will always be improvements. improvements and it would yeah. just stun your head in again mm-hmm. and again and made you work up and, Anxiety and you're living at work, stressing. So this perfectionism thing, I think, is good. We, we exactly. Kind of and go, going it. back to all the talks that I've heard from all the different entrepreneurs mm. and speakers mm. and self-help books and audio books, right? A lot of them actually say sometimes just do it. Yeah, just start. Just, that's just my ethos in life. Like, just do it. I'm sure and, people that have been following me have mm. seen the lots. Like I remember one guy said, every single day you're doing a new venture, every single day you're coming mm-hmm. up with something new. Like, and it's. I'm someone that if I have an idea, I can't sit on it and I need mm-hmm. to start straight away. Luckily, I have people around me that kind of hold me back and like, let's do this properly, let's do it sensibly. Mm-hmm. But I think it's about relationships, having a good surrounding, a good team of people around you. Mm-hmm. It's that's like, for me, I don't care about perfectionism. Like, I want to just do it. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think let's, let's recap over mm-hmm. the things that we're saying that can help everyone. You don't have to have the condition to help everyone sort of look after their mental health uh, the saying that I saw on the internet recently, right? Just as your body needs the gym for physical health, your mind needs his mind gym mm. to look after itself, mm. right? So I think number one was make sure you have good quality relationships. Mm. Build them with your mum, with your brother, your sister, your partner, your spouse, <coughs> your friends, your boys, everyone. Mm. Build deep, meaningful relationships. Mm. Number two, uh, we said that we needed... An escape. Make mm. sure you have an escape. Your form of drawing. Mm. Going to the gym maybe even. Mm. Make sure you have an escape. Sometimes also f- make sure your escape is an educational form of an escape. Whereby mm. it equips you with the tools that help you in in life. Mm. When you're put in that environment. Number four. Exercise. Mm. You've said all about the CEO and the founder of Nike. Mm. About what he did. Um, and there's countless of examples out there, but exercise is associated. It's it's almost a fact out there. So try and get some exercise in. Number five, we talked about perfectionism. So sometimes just do it. Just do it, right? It's good enough. It's good mm. enough. And number six, 
Do we have number six? So. <coughs> oh, so getting took- involved in volunteering projects. That mm. was the last one. Okay. Um, so to go over that topic, me and you did it ourselves. Mm. We've been volunteering in many different places mm. in education, in the educational sphere, in the charitable, humanitarian sphere, in all different spheres. And the point for that is volunteering, right? Gives you a purpose where you just meet other people. Mm. It's it's it brings you out of isolation, puts you into a group where you can build relationships mm. where no one has an agenda for themselves. Well, mm. Sometimes they do, but there's a greater agenda that covers it all, mm. right? The purpose of whatever you're volunteering for. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I think mm. the important thing is you mentioned volunteering <coughs> rather than do a project, do a work with. Volunteering is something mm. that's not attached to any sort of financial reward or financial gain. Mm. Most often it's to do with charity, most often to mm. do with the betterment of society, of or society. most often to help communities. Um, but I remember I read something as well, or I saw it, it's like some people, they're, they're suffering from, you know, like mental health. Mm. Like I think the thing was, even in a crowd, you feel lonely or something like that. Ah, so that's what it is. So, um, so you can feel lonely when you're in a, a crowd you of people. You can be in a room friends. full of people. Yeah, you can yeah. be in a room full of your and own people. And still be lonely. And still be lonely. And that yeah. got me. Um, I think mental health isn't something that we talk about on a regular mm. basis. Um, but that thing got me. But then it reminds me, um, what would you say was your best thing, the best bit in the Joker scene? Or like the film? The best bit? Mm. Um, what was your most favourite part? What was the most poignant bit? You thought, do you know what? This is it. This is the bit that you go first you go first I need time and the um, podcast viewers ain't got that much time so it's that quote you know the quotes he said ah that quote yes you just reminded me uh, so the quote was the worst bit about having a mental mental, mental illness yeah. is that people expect you to behave as if you don't yeah that and I, it was in his notebook yeah, yeah, yeah and he wrote it down and it's just so true man it's like um, for example it's if mad. you saw it's people with mad, COPD heart failure yeah. things like that you don't expect them to be able to, if they're on an escalator and you're going up the tube, you're not going to expect them to run up those stairs if they've yeah. got that condition. Or if someone has got one limb, you're not going to expect them to, you're not going to say, oh, just get over it. You've got one leg now. Mm. You, the other leg has to be, had to be amputated. But we expect people with depression, anxiety, OCD, they have to behave as they don't. That's, yeah. that completely I think that was me. The, the, mm. the sin that knocks me off my, my, my feet, mm-hmm. man. Um, it was very poignant. Bear in mind, I went to see violence. I literally went to see violence. <laughs> you to went see to see violence. violence. That's how bad it was. And that knocked me, man. And I remember, <coughs> like, even in my house, like, in my flat, in commentary, me and my flat, we were talking about this immensely. Mm. Like, you know what it did, the film, the Joker film? It sparked debate. Mm-hmm. It's not like a film, yo, this is a sick film. It sparked debate. It made people think. People start giving more even if it's awareness to mental health. Yeah, even, even the, if it's what they did with that film was amazing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? What they did, they kind of brought this topic of mental health in a very different way, um, which was good. And I know we're very sensitized to like campaigns, awareness, but the way the Joker was done, it, it reintroduced the idea of mental health and awareness in a very different way, and it kind of knocks you off your ground, off your feet mm-hmm. in a very way which I kind of liked. Um, but I would say that was probably my favourite scene the second favourite scene was mm. the bit where he killed that man in the flat <laughs> you know the bit where he killed him 
and then he had to open the guy the but door for the little one. Why is that your favorite scene, man? Because no, I, you know, I wanted he to came watch for it. that. Yeah, so I went to see a film. So that, that bit scene. was crazy. It man. was crazy. Um, and then he kissed the little guy on the foot on the on the head. But, <laughs> so um, we we digress from the main point that we were on. So volunteering takes you away from isolation, brings you in for a single agenda. Um, your goal orientated with people with the same goal opinion and you're working for the better better good often and if we go back to studies again mm. you'll find that as you suggested with exercise you actually get endorphin release mm. from when you do something that benefits someone else okay you get know. endorphin release makes you feel good about yourself and that's why some people actually also do it mm. um, and that's about it I guess we've given about six reasons I think mm. So um, what we'll do is to look after your mental health. We'll wrap it up. I'll leave. Um, like when you release time timestamps on the bottom, you can mm-hmm. click on a certain part, go straight to it. So you don't really need to watch the whole podcast if you're interested in a particular moment. I'll leave a list of the six, um, the six steps or the six things that we've kind of from our research from listening to other podcasts mm-hmm. and your job in mental health has kind of found that is mm-hmm. the most effective ways so six most effective ways on how to improve your mental well-being and health yeah. um, disclaimer there could be more there yeah, could there's be. always there's more. loads and there's six yeah, things that we've come agree. across and these are six things that we've personally found to work for us as well um, and at the end of the day different things work for different people so go out and see what works for you mm. um, but as always it's important and we urge you especially doctors people in intense careers look after yourself mental well-being mental well-being is important mm. and it's just not for doctors it's for every person in society um, so on that note I think it's a good time to end the episode we mm-hmm. want to thank you once again immensely even more so yep. for taking the time out of your busy schedules to listen to the podcast um, and we hope you you know got some benefit from it um, and we hope to see you next week see you then otherwise